What's up, family? Today is July 20th, 2020. I want to talk a little today about, well, I'm pretty sure a lot of you who follow your boy Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon got released from Viacom because he supposedly made some anti-Semitic comments on uh, Nick. It's it's his is a YouTube podcast. Is uh, Cannon's class not a bad title? Cannon's class. And he had a guest on a couple of weeks ago, Professor Griff, formerly of the uh, Public Enemy rap group. Now, I heard the interview. And when you're speaking true, but when you're working for somebody else, and you happen to speak truth. And if you're black, you happen to speak truth. You have to be very careful because if you don't have ownership of what you're doing or saying on somebody else's dollar, then basically you shouldn't say it. I want to talk about today Black people, and I'm sorry. And why is it that black people always have to say, I'm sorry? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, a state of mind. Well, my brothers and my sisters, I don't want to be all day on this. I wanted to drop this early, but I had some other things to take care of, but that's besides the point. Well, anyway, I'm sorry. Brother Nick got into a discussion with our brother, Professor Griff. Now, Professor Griff is a brother who shoots from the hip when he says the things that he say, they're very much thought out, very intelligent brother, both of them. Nick Cannon and Professor Griff, very intelligent brothers. But in Professor Griff's case, Professor Griff pretty much says what he says because he doesn't have to account to anybody. He works for himself. The books, the tapes, the lectures, these things are his platform, his stuff. Therefore, he has the freedom to say what he feels. Now, Brother Nick Cannon works for Viacom, has certain shows with Viacom. And when your dollar is based on things that you do with somebody else, then sometimes you have to be very careful. Our brother should have been very careful, I'm pretty sure. But the brother, if you listen to the interview, I don't even know if the interview is still on YouTube. If you listen to the interview, the brother was stating some things in regards to the Rothschilds and the Jewish community. 
Now, they're very sensitive when it comes to the things that they say, and it's they're very sensitive when it comes to the things uh, that others say about the Jewish community. But this is a problem. There, a couple of years ago, a, Jew, a Jewish rabbi made a statement in regards to black people and calling them monkeys. This was in 2018. It was posted on a Final Call newspaper. Uh, yeah, Jewish chief rabbi in Israel says blacks are monkeys. Did he apologize for calling black people monkeys? Now, this is supposed to be a rabbi. Jewish community, rabbi in Israel. Did he apologize for calling black people monkeys? No, no. The only person that's non-black who ever apologized for slavery was President Clinton, he apologized about say, uh, slavery. Whether or not he meant it or not, he apologized and said that he was sorry for slavery. Like I say, whether or not he meant it or not, he said it. People don't apologize for acts against black people and come back and say, I'm sorry. But black people always comes back with an apology when they feel that they offended. Now, uh, take, for instance, our brother Snoop Dogg. When Snoop Dogg, now the country was highly emotional and pretty much uh, there's still some emotion when it comes to KB, Kobe Bryant. And when Gail King, even though she's a black woman, she works for CBS Studios or whoever she works for, I believe it's CBS. But he has a lot of white friends, especially Martha Stewart. Whether or not that has anything to do with his apology when he came back, when he said what he said in regards to Gail King. And then he came back and apologized later for making those comments because he was pretty much, you know, we were all in mourning over our brother. Once again, when your money is based on white folks dropping you a check, you have to be very careful in what you say. Now, getting back to our brother, Nick Cannon, I understand the brother's been depressed and there's been some issues with the black community turning its back on Nick because you don't know what's going on with the brother. When the brother says one thing with Professor Griff, who was a black man, strong against the fight for black people. And Nick Cannon, brother, very intelligent brother who graduated from, he graduated from Howard, I believe. Yeah, he graduated from Howard. He's not a dumb brother. He's an intelligent brother. He's a good guy. But when you're working for somebody else, you have to be very careful. The black community apparently feels that our brother he came back and apologized when he shouldn't apologize, when even though he was fired, he should have took it for what he said. It's like, you said it, 
So now you're going back. And then black people look at it as, well, when it comes to money, it doesn't matter. You will apologize and say, I'm sorry because of the almighty green dollar. When it comes to your livelihood, you will turn your back on your brother for that green dollar. If you're going to turn your back on your brother for that green dollar, the best thing to do is to keep your mouth shut, stay away from issues that can incite some emotions or feelings that you may really have. But considering your platform, you can't really answer that question the way you like. So it's best to either find other ways to get around it or say nothing if it's going to cost you your bag, your money, your job. Black people, I'm sorry. When we say I'm sorry, we're sorry. But we are the people who always say we're sorry for offending others, but others don't apologize for defending us. I know we are tough, resilient people, but why do we always have to say, I'm sorry? You have to say you're sorry because of things I've talked about in the past, the present, the future, it's all about ownership. If Nick Cannon owned his platform, he wouldn't have had to come out and say, I'm sorry. He would have came out and said, this is what it is. These are facts and left it. But when you don't own your platform, you have to be sorry. I feel sorry for the brother because I, I do understand he had a friend or something who committed suicide. I don't know if it has anything to do with that. The situation with Professor Griff, I'm not sure. I don't have all the information I was told, but I haven't quite checked into it yet. And the reason why I haven't quite checked into it yet, because sometimes you, you, you can't get caught up so much in everybody's drama. A suicide of a young black man is a sad case because you're starting to see this more and more and more. Young black men killing themselves. But that's another topic at another time. My thing today is about we're always apologizing, black people, for being sorry for what we say when nobody else apologizes to us. And it all comes down to, like Brother Master P always talks about, as well as some others, Minister Louis Farrakhan. See, he even, you know, uh, it wasn't so, I, I'm going to go back to uh, 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 the, the Nick Cannon deal right quick. It wasn't so much that he spoke about the Jewish community, the Rothschilds, and some of the uh, other things, but I think what really gets people is when you mention 
the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. People hate Farrakhan. They call him an anti-Semitic, and he's not. But anytime, see, white folks don't really get off into Farrakhan like that. They go by comments or snippets. You don't hear the whole speech. You hear a snippet. And all of a sudden, oh, he's, a, he's, a, he's anti-Semitic. And that's not true. But that's how they feel. And it's like, basically, it don't bother him, the Minister Farrakhan, like they, they, they didn't want him to speak. First, he was allowed to speak to the, to the, to the, or the country, pretty much, on the 4th of July. And then it says no. And then they dropped him. But his message got out anyway, like it always does, because he's not crying over whether or not you're going to put him on your, uh, your platform because he has his own platform and he has millions of followers who follow him. I'm talking about the minister, Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and his message got out to millions of people because the nation is not crying whether or not uh, they have ownership of their content they have their own uh, streaming service and the nation of Islam dot oh, I'm sorry, uh, nation Islam dot uh, uh, org website that carries live broadcastings every Sunday. But the problem is ownership. When you have ownership, you don't have to worry about what you say. You go out and you do what you have to do. Our brother Nick Cannon, he's learned he's he's learned a lesson. I'm pretty sure he learned a valuable lesson. As big as he is, but you're still working for somebody else. You need your own platform. You can have a platform, but is it your platform where you can say what you want to say? Uh, you take our brother uh, Roland Martin, formerly of TV One. He has his own platform where he says what he wants to say. Uh, Roland Martin, giving him a plug. Roland Martin, unfiltered. It's on YouTube. Good streaming. I check it out every week. Or Dr. Boyce Watkins. Dr. Boyce Watkins, he owns his own platform. That's why he says what he says, and he don't care about what he says about white folks. When you own your own platform, you don't care. But when you're working for somebody else, and we all know the Jewish community pretty much runs the entertainment business. When you're working for somebody else, you have to be very cautious in what you say. Whether you're big or whether you're small. My platform, I don't work and people don't pay me. I get donors here and there. I get a, uh, uh, I get a, a a penny for every time I uh, say the word anchor in the opening credits. That's why you always hear me on specific ones. I don't put that. I don't put on a sponsorship at all. But when you have your own platform, because anchor could kick me off. But I can still go out there because I have my. This is my platform. It, though it's small, it's nothing compared to some of the other people I just named. Though it's small, but it's still mine. The content on here is mine. Even though the host of it is Anchor and the other 
uh, hosts that carry certain podcasts. There's more. It was nine, but it's more out. More people now that carry this podcast than the nine that I've mentioned in the past. About maybe 15 close. But the content is mine. The name is mine. And I can take my content, my name, and go anywhere. I'm not obligated to stay with Anchor. I've been with Anchor over a year. I'm not obligated to nobody. I can say what I want. I'm not going to lose millions of dollars. Now, what will happen, and I'll give you a case in point. I've been contacted by several people, a lot of people actually. And they tell me, man, I checked out what you said about the last show. And, you know, uh, 126. But I'm like, oh, cool. I'm glad you liked it. But when I look at the numbers, the numbers reflect other things they don't reflect the people who've actually were credited or i was credited for having listened to the podcast sometimes uh when you reach a certain level i haven't reached that level yet as far as my podcast but when you hear other people talk uh sometimes i hear brother roland martin speak about when you reach, uh, you know, a certain audience, like uh, sometimes his Facebook, a lot of his followers don't get the message that he's on. And a lot of times that happened to me back in tw- what, uh, 2009 on Facebook. I was a harsh bastard then. I was really hitting hard. And I didn't even have a podcast. But some of the videos I would put out, a lot of people couldn't get that stuff because they would either, there was a way that they would either block it or whatever. And then after that, I said, forget Facebook. And I left them for three years. I really had no plans of coming back, but it was a situation where I had to come back. But that's another story as well. But I just wanted to say to my brothers and sisters, saying I'm sorry all the time. You could actually be sorry, but a lot of times, sometimes people will take it in another direction. I'm sorry. Don't say things so you're going to be sorry for if you're working for somebody else. You keep it to a minimum. When you work for yourself and run your own platform and you feel you want to speak out against other groups, that whatever you're speaking out against is true. There's nothing wrong with that. But to come back and apologize for it, that's what you have to do if you're working on somebody else's platform even though it's your platform, but you don't really own that platform because you receive a check that don't have your name on it or your company's name on it. You must be very careful in speaking out. See, black people, you're not supposed to speak out. You're supposed to be quiet, submissive, keep your mouth shut. That's why that lady was felt so free to say back in the day to LeBron, just shut up and dribble. Why? Because in her mind, she's a white lady, In her mind, you don't need to talk about no more than just basketball. All you need to talk about is basketball. That's why when Kobe, uh, may our brother rest in peace, received his uh, Oscar at the Oscars a couple of years back, and he made the comment, uh, yeah, uh, we're not supposed to uh, be able to do other things. We're just supposed to shut up and dribble. 
And it's true. You can say and do whatever you want. But some white folks in this country, this company, I'm sorry, this this country, feel the black people just need to be nothing, not even seen. Know how the old expression goes, seen but not heard? You're supposed to be not heard or not seen. You just entertain us, and that's all we want from you. It's entertainment. We don't want your opinions. We don't want your thoughts. We don't want your views. And that's the sad thing. My brothers and sisters, be careful. If you say what you say, own up to it. If it's the right thing and it's the right information and it's true and you just making some points, you don't have to apologize for something that's true. No one's ever apologized to us. But like I say, Clinton was the only president who said that he was sorry for slavery. You don't get to me politicians saying anything. These politicians don't even have you in mind when it comes. You just benefit a little because you are Americans. But they don't benefit you in a lot of other ways as well. I wanted to get this off of my chest because in up and coming episodes I have coming out I'm going to talk about where is the uproar over black kids dying from black killers. What's going on with the black community in the uproar when it comes to our young black kids dying from just doing nothing? Those episodes coming up, I didn't want, I wanted, at first I thought about including this episode of I'm sorry with that particular episode of saying I'm sorry, but where is the sorry when it comes to our black, young black kids dying? But I'd rather do a whole set on that particular story because that's more important. I'm sorry it's important, but are black children dying from stray bullets from idiots killing uh, it needs more attention? Okay, family, this is your brother saying, I'm out of here. And remember, I'm sorry. When you work for somebody else, you're sorry. When you have your own platform, you don't have to be sorry. Because no one is saying sorry to you, black man, black woman. This is your brother saying peace out. I'm sorry.